Bitcoin. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining me for your Bitcoin market update. Okay, today we're going to stick to just Bitcoin. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening. It seems like a lot of this FUD is coming to a head and getting taken care of. You know, like the last bits uh, of this big wall of FUD that we've experienced over the last, uh, I would say, three months or so is being chipped away and swept away. Uh, so it, the price is recovering and we feel this uh, general, I think, lift in the markets and a good feeling by a lot of holders out there. So we'll get into some of that. All right, let's just get right into the prices though. Bitstamp 4284 when I took this these notes. Let me just check it real fast. Yep, 4283 still. Um, futures sitting at 4295. So that's a $10 premium on quarterly futures on OKCoin. I did tweet out a image this morning that shows some of my thoughts. Uh, I've added a pitchfork. I've, I've never, I've listened to people and seen other people use these pitchforks very successfully. And uh, so I added a pitchfork to my analysis here. Um, and if we go towards the center line of the pitchfork, we'll be about uh, right around all time highs. Okay. Just under right now, if we went straight up right now, it'd be like 4,800. But if we get there in the next week, then we will be um, right at all-time highs when we get to that center line of the pitchfork and we could either that could act as resistance and we come back down again uh, and test the bottom part of the pitchfork or we could shoot right through it those are kind of the two options I'm expecting some resistance obviously at the round number 5,000 and uh, also all-time highs um, but I think by the end of the year we are going to be quite a bit higher and if you use the pitchfork for a target um, then you're looking at you know above 6,000 maybe like 6,500 by the end of the year um, and of course we'll have consolidation throughout that we could go all the way to 7,000 then back down to 5,000 you know retest the lows scare everybody like uh, always happens right but um, I think that right now like I say we've turned this corner and we're going up Let's see, global market cap is 71 billion. Oh, sorry, that's just the Bitcoin market cap, 71 billion. The global market cap, that includes the altcoins, uh, is 146, 146 billion, leading to a, a maximum price of 88.35. And remember, I'll say this right now because I haven't said it, I think, in a few shows, that the global market cap is including altcoins. But the reason why I do that is because Bitcoin's security, Bitcoin's immutability, underlies the whole blockchain idea okay if bitcoin were to go away like a lot of people say oh why won't something else bitcoin 2.0 come about right that's what ethereum was supposed to be all they they were touted as that for a long time but the, the thing is if bitcoin goes away it will invalidate this whole blockchain thing this whole decentralized money meme and everything will collapse not just bitcoin so Bitcoin underlies the value in all of these altcoins. All of these forks are all uh, reliant on the base security and immutability of Bitcoin and decentralization, by the way, which we'll, we'll talk about decentralization when I talk about the ICOs here in a second. Um, I did link in the show notes, so if you just go right below here, you'll find the show notes, uh, a link to that chart that I tweeted out today. Difficulty. Again, my two different 
sources here for the difficulty. Um, I trust the SEPA one more, and that is showing a 4% decline in difficulty in about a day. Okay, uh, but this this new source fork.lol they have tons and tons of information. They do calculate their estimated difficulty in a in a whole new way, um, and they are it's almost a five percent increase in the hash rate for Bitcoin. So we'll have to see how that works out. I thought it would get closer um, as you know maybe both of them meet in the middle at zero uh, as we approach the, the retarget time, but it looks like they're getting further apart, which is really interesting. Um, Bcash's difficulty crashed again. Okay, so you know they have this emergency difficulty adjustment, EDA, which I think they should rename to typical difficulty adjustment because every single time they're using, they end up using this EDA. Um, and it got very, very easy. I think it might be the easiest uh, difficulty that Bcash has ever been, which is important to note. Um, let me take a look at that right now while I'm talking about it because that's, I think that's very possible. Yeah, this is the the lowest difficulty that Bcash has ever been at. And so if you look at this from a general trend, Bcash's difficulty is continuing down. That means on average, there's less hash rate that is going back and forth and doing uh, the scalping to Bcash. But it is quite a bit more profitable right now to mine Bcash. It's looking like... Um, 1.5 times more profitable to mine Bcash. Of course, spam has stopped and there's zero delays on the network. Okay, there's maybe, maybe you have to wait one block, but really at a two megabyte um, mempool, which is what we're at right now uh, for Bitcoin, that uh, things are going through right away. Now, if Bitcoin's blocks slow down here because a lot of my hash rates going over to Bcash, we could see over the next day that uh, transactions slow down. But Bcash is mining blocks at an extreme rate right now, and they will actually hit their adjustment probably in three days' time. So maybe we'll see some slower blocks uh, for Bitcoin in that time. But it's nothing to be worried about. Uh, I mean, the average might go from 10 minutes to 12 minutes or 14 minutes it's it's not that big of a deal okay and as soon as that uh corrects i mean we'll see a huge correction for bcash very difficult people will flee and then there'll be no block for 12 hours again that's no nothing to build a service on like it, they want instant payments right well yeah well they have 30 blocks an hour right now that's good for instant payments but every three days or four days it's there's no blocks and that's not a way to build a payment system on something like that. So, um, again, they haven't fixed this. That's something else to note. They have not fixed this because they don't have the developers. They're just going to keep whips on with this uh, difficulty adjustment. But, um, again, there's there's no value here in Bcash for payments. No one's going to build something on this, except for maybe like Satoshi Dice, I heard, is going on this. But why would Satoshi Dice be on Bcash instead of Dogecoin or something, right? Or even Ethereum. So, all right. That's what I have for that. Let's move on. 
Local Bitcoin's volume still no update to that. About seventy. I did. Oh, I wanted to correct a, a miss. Uh, I misspoke on the last podcast. I said seventy million dollars public OTC in the last twenty-four hours, but it's actually last seven days, and I expect that to increase. I think this is kind of like, you know, I expect over this for the near future. And it'll continue to grow and grow and grow as people in China, people in uh, South Korea, possibly now. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, as they are wanting to go a little bit more off chain or off KYC with their transactions, then obviously we're going to see this OTC volume explode. And this is a very big fundamental to be watching. Let's get into this Char Charlie Lee bet. He bet uh, he was out there betting people um, 250 bitcoins like he wanted to sw swap one for one uh, 2x b2x coins for real bitcoin after the fork in november <laughs> it's genius because like he's gonna basically get 250 free bitcoins which is amazing um but now he bet so he bet roger ver roger ver took him up on it and for three other guys, I know Bram, I think Bram Cohen was one of them. I know Tour Demeester was one of them. And there was some other guy I don't remember right now. But uh, so Roger's all in on this for $1,000 worth of real Bitcoin or 1,000 Bitcoins worth of real Bitcoin for B2X coins. Oh, Lord. Totally wrecked. Um, now, talking more about the debate itself, the 2X debate, uh, what's very important to remember, someone tweeted at me or re replied to one of my tweets, and this was very good, that remember now, the layer two devs, so lightning devs, uh, even like rootstock most likely, um, and tumblebit, that type of stuff, uh, these devs are going to be building on the 1x chain. They're going to be building, they're going to stick with core. That's very important. Because Core now has all the devs, and they have all of the future potential of Layer 2, which is how you scale. All these people want to reach out to poor people in Africa. They want to reach out to low-income countries. How do we get Bitcoin into low-income countries? Well, I don't know if that's possible. I don't think I personally don't think it's possible. If you don't have dollars right now, if you don't have money, you're not going to have Bitcoin. So, you know, Bitcoin doesn't fix like... Um, Immediately, it doesn't fix underlying poverty issues. Rich people are going to own Bitcoin too. The problem is that they won't be able to, um, central banks and, and very rich people won't be able to control the issuance. They won't be able to control the new money, where the new money goes, right? It's a sound money system. But uh, if you do want to reach these people, if you do want to make it a payment system, you have to have layer two. So this layer two is what completes the meme for all of these attackers out there in Bitcoin. And that those devs are going to be on Bitcoin. They're not going to be on Bitcoin 2X or on Bcash. That is very, very important. Uh, 2X is also losing signatories left and right. Voltoro came out and said that they will not follow through if there's not replay protection. Um, you know, all the miners seem to be going away. The exchanges... Uh, BTCC, which was a signatory, they are out because they're closing. Via BTC is a signatory. They are out because they are closing. So there's a lot of these exchanges that are, are bowing out as well. Um, it just does not look good for 2X. I feel like they're, they're 
getting desperate. That's why we've over the last couple of days, we've seen a lot of these CEOs and, you know, Garzik coming out and saying, trying to defend it. We've also seen Craig Guest Wright come out and start trying to defend it uh, or hurt core and defend Bcash in that respect. But it's also tied in with this, this uh, 2X fork. It gets confusing, but it just looks like they are very desperate and they're just lashing out. It's getting more and more separated from reality of their attacks. All right, so that's what I have about Bitcoin. Let's go on to a, f a couple stories that are associated with this. Bitcoin. South Korea came out. I linked in the footnotes or show notes. Uh, an article to the news one in Korea. Uh, when this story first came out, it was on a, you know, a very, uh, it was a website made just for mobile. It looked kind of iffy if this was real news, but then very quickly this news one story came out. I did tweet right when I saw the first released story and I said, this wouldn't surprise me. And then about an hour later, this news one story came out. So South Korea is banning ICOs. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs here, but again, it doesn't surprise me. This just rampant craziness going on. It was going on in China and it moved into South Korea. They can't get enough of crypto over there in South Korea. And so there's tons and tons of scams popping up. Uh, a related story is now the SEC is going after their first ICO. And this is Recoin or real estate coin, I'm guessing. It stands for because it's a real estate um blockchain project uh, that sold their their tokens total scam not sec's going after them so we can see that these icos are getting taken down but why are we why is it icos and not all coins themselves you know why don't go after ethereum why not go after uh, ripple why not go after some of these other people that just printed free money like this because those are a little bit more decentralized i mean ripple isn't i guess but the the icos are very, very centralized, and they're very easy to go after. Now, it's just logical that they're going to go after centralized competition like this. Bitcoin was built on the idea of decentralization. Um, many have tried, many altcoins, many ICOs uh, have tried to pervert quote-unquote blockchain to mean centralized services, but they're going to get a rude awakening. The reason why we don't want, the reason why centralized services won't work is because they'll be attacked by the government. That's logical. Of course. Why is Bitcoin decentralized in the first place? Why does Bitcoin need a blockchain? Because of government resistance. And if then you take this decentralized platform and you produce centralized things on it, you're going to get taken down. This is freaking common sense. The government doesn't want you to compete with their approved system. Bitcoin. This centralized blockchain meme is being destroyed in front of your eyes. Of course, then you'll have the bankers come out and say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll do, we want to do centralized blockchain. Hyperledger just uh, patented editable blockchains, which is <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's just a database. It's just a typical database. But you see this centralized meme getting destroyed, and then you'll come in with uh, approved centralized blockchains. But remember, blockchains are inefficient. Don't buy off on all of these 
memes. They're trying to clear the road for their products. The government's trying to clear the road for their approved products. And, um, you know, don't buy off on it. It's just a, they, they put uh, their same KYC centralization um, system into a blockchain. And I, I don't think they'll ever, you'll ever see like a in-production type Fed coin that has an actual blockchain. I think they'll create a centralized database, a uh, dis, uh, distributed ledger tech that's not really distributed, it's centralized ledger tech, and uh, they'll slap cryptocurrency label on it. That's exactly what you'll see. You must remain resistant to government attacks with decentralization. That's one big reason why I'm, I'm very bearish on Ethereum, because they're very centralized. So take a, take a lesson from all that. Okay, next story is the IMF, uh, Christine Lagarde. <laughs> she is like the queen cabal leader. Like she is the center of a lot of conspiracy theories. If you guys remember, she had this like numerology talk and that was just candy for these conspiracy theorists out there because they all think a lot of people think like these bankers are in the cabal and they have their occult and, and all this stuff. Uh, and then she comes out with this numerology uh, speech. That was probably three or four or five years ago now it's a while ago uh, just google lagarde numerology and you'll you'll find it but um she's come out and said hey there's something behind these quote-unquote virtual currencies and i linked to this in the show notes so you can check it out but um yeah it's and people are starting to to understand that bitcoin cannot be put back in the box and they need to instead of fighting instead of saying oh it'll never happen what they're saying now is uh, well, we're going to produce our own because she says in here, like central banks and nation states will have their own cryptocurrencies. So you see this meme changing from it'll never happen to it's going to happen. But the best solution is actually when we run everything. Bitcoin. All right. That's all I have for today, guys. Thanks for listening. My name is Ansel Lindner. This is Bitcoin and Markets. If you like to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Thank you so much for the new patrons. I've had like three or four new patrons this last week. You guys are awesome. Um, I really appreciate uh, the support of independent media. And that's what we're doing here. I'm not some uh, fly-by-night pumper of an ICO or somebody that's going to go pump my ICO on the major uh, podcasts like Let's Talk Bitcoin or Epson of Bitcoin. Who th those those two shows have just pumped scams. They have no critical thinking. So if you want to come and listen to a show that has some critical thinking, uh, uh, very independent uh, media out there, support me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Thank you guys for listening. See you soon. Thanks for listening.